I've got some hot cook. Oh, and I've got a right good rogering. Do you know, this is Nat and hello. Lizzie, I think you've met. Have oh, hello. Oh, gosh, no, it's so lovely to see you. Do we, what should we do with the air thing and the... <laughs> just elbows, waving both. Elbows, yes, elbows. no, come in, come in, come in, come in. We're just about to, um, we do a sort of parlour game. It's called Date Fight and we take oh, things yes. that occurred on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. That sounds fun. Are there any rules? Uh, yeah. No. Right. <laughs> available. Great, great, no. Graham, um, sadly, has been taken into prison uh, for murdering. Again? Yes, he's been murdering. And f***ing. Yes, that's, that's not illegal. Not illegal although anymore. I'd like to come on to that a little bit later. Oh, really? I'm going to do I think if you murder somebody by f***ing them to death, that's probably oh, yeah. illegal. Oh, yeah, Lizzie, God, so. why do you make so much work for me? <laughs> I just worked out, is that whistle just a cue so you can see in the uh, waveform where the bits that need editing are? Actually, that's a good idea. It's a good idea, isn't it? <laughs> uh, let's go to the 9th of October, 1635, when Roger Williams was banished from the Massachusetts Bay Colony. Now, I love Roger Williams. I've talked about him on this podcast before. He is one of the top dudes. He's the best person in the best century in history. Yeah. I think he's great. He's amazing, isn't uh, he? He's super cool. We don't know when he was born because uh, the birth records were held in St Sepulchre's Church in London, which uh, burned down in the Great Fire in 1666, and no one knows when he was born. Uh, His father wanted him to be a lawyer and sent him to Cambridge, but while he was there, he became a Puritan preacher instead. He went uh, a bit mad and started studying loads of languages. He learned Latin, Hebrew, Greek, Dutch and French and became friends with Edward Coke. Edward Coke was the person who was currently drawing up all the legal stuff to try and get rid of the king, because the king was being really quite naughty at the time. Edward Coke is the man who wrote the line, Magna Carta... Um, Magna Carta, no more like he said, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Magna Carta, Magna Carta. Watch out, boys, the... another Magna Carta coming. Uh... <laughs> That's the Viz, uh, uh, the uh, Rogers Profanosaurus, isn't yeah, it? Magna Rogers Profanosaurus. Yeah. yeah, Magna Farta will know no sovereign. Mm. Uh, in 1631, uh, Roger Open Williams... Open the window, got... Roger! Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Roger Williams moved to America, because that's what all good Puritans were doing. He didn't like the king. And he went to Boston, where they said, Oh, Roger, you're so clever and so good. Would you like to become the priest of the local church? Well, John Wilson, who actually was the preacher, he's got to go back to England to pick up his wife, because he came to America and he forgot his wife the first time. Oh. He's terribly awkward. Um, And he said, no, I'm not going to do that because um, you, the people who are in charge of the church are also running the government and that shouldn't happen. There should be separation of church and state. So I refuse to join in your church and instead I'm going to go to Plymouth instead. So he went Mm. off to Plymouth Colony and he lived there for a while until he started telling them all, did we actually pay for this bit of land that we're on? (laughs) And they said, no, we have a charter here from from King James. It says that we are allowed to go and uh, have a colony. He said, yeah, we hate the king. Uh, So that clearly isn't a good enough basis to be here. We should pay for the land we're on, shouldn't we? we should no, because, no, because... The, the king, the king. right here, yeah. yeah. They own it. 
And so he went, well, where we don't, maybe we don't own it. So he said, get out, go and live somewhere else. Then he had to move to Salem, um, uh, where he also started saying things that got him kicked out of there. And essentially he went from town to town, annoying everyone by saying, no, that's wrong. You should be free to believe what you want. You should be free to be any religion you want. And no one should tell you. It's sort of like watching Jiminy Cricket get hoofed from town to town. (laughs) Until 1635, after five years, the Boston uh, court got so annoyed with him, they tried him for spreading diverse, new and dangerous opinions. Uh, Whereas, of course, commissioners, that's all they're after nowadays. (laughs) (laughs) What makes it um, relevant to 1635, exactly? (laughs) We've had a lot of things in about witch trials. Um, So they banished him. On the 9th of October, 1635, they banished him. They said, you must go from Massachusetts Bay Colony and just go away go somewhere else but he was a bit ill so he didn't go straight away uh, they said you can stay until the till january do you think um, he was putting he the cough on though uh, he snuck away in the middle of a blizzard so they wouldn't be able to oh. kick him out he yeah. ran and said i've gone on my own anyway should we go after him no he's been banished anyway yeah. uh, so he bought some land from the local narragansetts and started providence rhode island an entirely new colony uh, which was based on having paid for your the land you're on and religious freedom and separation of church and state and he wrote the first native american english dictionary and he um went back oh he went back to england in the 1850s and 1650s and he became the first example i can find of a man on the internet i'll read you some of his letters here which he sent to a woman on the internet um, so he first writes to her to say, your opinions are wrong. Here are some books you should read that will correct your opinions. Um, so later that month, she writes back to him, uh, thank you very much for the books. I'm sending them back. Uh, thanks. Um, I don't think they're very good books. Um, I dare not meddle with them. They will prove but dark lanterns, therefore I dare not meddle with them. Thanks very much. Uh, your friend in the old way, Anne Sadler. To which he wrote back again, well, if you're not going to read those books, why not read my book? Uh, Here's a copy of my book, um, and I think you really should read it. It'll teach you why you are wrong. Uh, To which she responds, Sir, I thank God my blessed parents bred me up in the old and best religion. This is my glory that I'm a member of the Church of England, um, and I don't want to read your books. It looks very, very bad, essentially. So I entreat you to trouble me no more in this kind, and wish you a good journey to your charge in New Providence, and I rest your friend in the old and best way. Please leave me alone. Never write to me again. Increasingly passive-aggressive, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) To which he writes, Thank you for your book. Thank you for the comments on my book. Um, Here is a 20-page letter telling you why you were wrong not to have read my book. Um... And he said at the end, uh, my honoured friend, since you please not to read mine, let me play, pray leave to request your reading of one book of your own authors and then lists other people she should have read. Um, Mansplaining was really hard work in those days, wasn't it? I know, it, it took ages to, yeah. to which she writes back, Mr Williams, I thought my first letter would have given you so much satisfaction that in kind I should never have heard of you any more. But it seems you have a face of brass, so you cannot blush. And she then goes on to say, I don't want to write to you any more. Um... Um, I will walk as directly to heaven as I can, in which place, if you will turn from being a rebel and fear God and obey the king, there is hope I may meet you there. Howsoever, trouble me no more with your letters, for they are very troublesome to her that wishes you in the place from whence you came. And sadly. To which he responds... Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, he keeps sending her letters, and she keeps going, I don't, just leave me alone, please. But because the rules of correspondence means you have to keep um, writing back if someone sends you something, she was never allowed to stop. Um, Thank God dick pics didn't exist, eh? Yeah. He died uh, and was buried in his own garden. In 1860, someone decided to dig up where he was buried to try and do a proper monument, and they found that an apple tree root had grown into the shape of his body. 
Yes. Which you can still see in museum. Yes. And that's Roger Williams, who was, uh, yes, a, pretty much the only acceptable person in the past. I like him. Even I'd like to quote, he'd done a really good poem uh, mm-hmm. in his book, A Key into the Language of America, because he made uh, great friends yeah. with a, a colony, uh, a tribe yeah. of Indians there, rather. And um, he wrote these two couplets. Boast not proud English of thy birth and blood. Thy brother Indian is by birth as good. Of one blood God made him and thee and all, as wise, as fair, as strong, as personal. Well done. Mm-hmm. Well done, all right, blood. Yeah. But and not being terrible and living in the past. They found, because uh, his house got burned down um, mm. by Native Americans, uh, yes. not, they, they're just like, oh, sorry, sorry, you were okay. So, sorry, didn't mean yeah. to do that. Not that one. Yeah, he had um, very little, uh, there, was, there was no paper to be had um, in Rhode Island. And so he, he wrote a book in code uh, in the margins of a book. Uh, and it mm. sat there for uh, like 200 years. And uh, they finally, they've, they've decoded the whole thing. Um, some undergraduates at Brown University. And was it terrible? That's amazing. Um, it's, it's, it said, uh, why I hate but cannot leave alone women. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the code we found in... My grandfather had a lot of old Puritan books and from the 17th century. We found a code in the front of one of those, oh, and yeah. so I, which someone had written in the margins. So I put it up on the internet to see if anyone could solve it. And <gasps> someone clearly did very quickly. Amazing. And it said, oh, this book is so long. <laughs> this book is still, it had the dates when it started reading. It was yeah. 1741, starting to read this in the hope that it will be enlightening. 1751, still reading. This is so dull. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, all right, well, I've got the 9th of October 1900 and the Cook Islands Ooh. become a territory of the United Kingdom. And uh, they, it was very popular um, among uh, whalers. Uh, the whalers loved loved the Cook Islands because you could stop and off Bob there Marley. and get some water. Um, no, not Bob Marley. <laughs> funnily enough, he hated it. Um, the, in uh... fact, he he very often said how much he would very much like to put everyone in the Cook Islands to sword. Wait, oh. Bob Marley's dead, right? Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> just checking. Uh, and uh, of course, they're now that's that's all sort of changed with. Um, the 1948 Act of Citizens or whatever. It's now a colony of New Zealand. Mm. And um, it's a very cool place. Beautiful. I mean, stunningly, stunningly beautiful. Not a place to go if you're gay. Um, Mm. Where uh, male homosexuality is still illegal. Uh. Um, But it's okay (laughs) to lizard it up. Oh, but it's, that's always been the way. It's always it's been always, they just Yeah. Because, what? Hang on. It's a colony mm. of New Zealand and homosexuality is still illegal. Yeah. You can get mm. seven years imprisonment. You can get banged up with a load oh, of I other gay men. <laughs> <laughs> Your oh, worst Lord. nightmare. So, uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, some some work for them to do there. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, we, we decided to just have it, so we took it, and then we yeah. sort of grudgingly half gave it back, but sort of not really. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to na 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 Innie Kamosi! Here come the hot candles. It's your birthday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sandal, I don't know. 
That's Cicely Moses' birthday. Um, and happy death day to Jan Hooks, the Saturday Night Live comedian in the late 1980s who was looked like she was going to be hugely famous and then wasn't really. She was later in 30 Rock and things before she died uh, a couple of years ago. That's Jan Hooks, who died today in 2017. Who was she in 30 Rock? Uh, she played Jenna's mother. Okay. I think she, I believe she struggled with alcohol after leaving Saturday Night Live, but I don't know. I, I wish but it was she, more of a struggle for me. It's horribly easy. <laughs> it's very easy. Yeah. yeah. Piece of cake. But uh, yes, people said, said, why wasn't she ever as famous as the people she was uh, on there with, with Dana Carvey and Phil Hartman and Rob Schneider? And the answer is probably because they're men, but we won't say that. Uh, don't, don't tell I don't anyone think anyone's the secret. <laughs> thinking Rob Schneider was the real talent in that cast. <laughs> Very good, Lizzie. Um, why don't you uh, give? I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna prejudice your decision. Oh mm. yes, okay. Here we go. Um, you've mentioned alcohol. I now haven't had a drink for nearly six weeks. No what? alcohol has passed my lips in six weeks. And you're still doing this. <sighs> I'm sleeping very well. Are you? But I do cover the gym bottle. I've got, also got addicted to um, oh, two sorts of videos on YouTube. Oh God. Oh, God. <laughs> Quickly, because oh, no. <laughs> we've gone ahead of you. Where? The... What? What? <laughs> One is a dog groomer. This bizarre I think that's woman. Disgraceful. In... I... I think that's disgusting. She... <laughs> Those gangs going round. <laughs> oh. You're a dog you groomer. Should... You should see the, the amount of undercoat she gets off this Labrador. And the <laughs> other form. <laughs> <laughs> it's a man who goes round and does and does manicures on cows' oh, hooves. It's extraordinary. Um, Actually, I do want to see that one. Me... I do want to see that one. Ooh, no, yeah. I, don't. Um, you, I just wish he'd put a bucket of water over them first because there's a lot of cow business on them. Uh, but I digress. Uh, back to 1635 and Roger Williams. Not an instruction for friends of Paul William, but a lovely <laughs> man who lived um, and bothered women. A I very. Did bother women. Very persistent, Roger. Oh, Roger. <laughs> I mean, he had some very good ideas, didn't he? And then he, he just went a bit too far. Mm. Mm. Oh, he just wanted everyone to know yeah. them. Yeah. Yes. Emphatically. Or the very dull, homophobic Cook Islands. Beautiful oh. beaches, though. <laughs> beautiful beaches. <laughs> Beautiful beaches. Full of beautiful ladies. Don't look at the the gentlemen. Don't look at the gentlemen. Just look at the ladies. Yeah, look at what they're doing. Uh, No, ladies. That's familiar. Um, What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm just drawn to Roger. I like a bit of Roger. I like Roger, even though I'm sure he'd have really irritated me. Oh, yes. He would have sent you lots of letters. Is it, yeah. is it too late to tell you? into your DMs very early with his opinions. Is it too late Nothing to tell you about the, the oral tradition? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, right. Yes, it is. Right, yes, it is. Fine. How dare you? Take your homophobia and ram it where the sun don't shine. Um, the points today are going to Sir Nathaniel of Tapley. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, don't care. <laughs> Bye. That? If you do care, come back tomorrow. What <laughs> take You got the horn? Yeah, I've got the horn. Oh. Hang on. That's what it sounds like. It's a Jewish horn. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's the ones they blow for a certain ceremony. I can't remember what it is. What are you doing with it? Um, I, I was in a film. 
pretending. Tell me more. Pretending. <laughs> no, because I just don't think it's okay anymore. Bye. Oh no. no. <laughs> Can I just say that I saw Nathaniel Tapley in a short film this week. Did you? A little oh. thing called the cab. The cabinet. Is it called the cabinet? Mm, yes, it is called cabinet. Oh, it's yeah. very good. It's on Vimeo. It's very good. And Nathaniel is quite, quite wonderful. And it also stars fantastic <laughs> Alexander <laughs> Kirk and the wonderful Liz Bowyer. Yes, it's really? a lovely cast. Some it's great. The, oh, some of the greatest footballers Britain's ever produced. Mm. <laughs> I did a very good, um, well, a terrible Sun Bingo advert with Liz and Alex a long oh. time ago. Long time. They're both very good. Very good. Yeah. But so go and, go and find that on Vimeo. Okay. Bye. Where, where about to the podcast are we now? Just... Yeah, that's it. That's over now. <laughs>